A Walk Among the Stars, The Monsters, The Paranormal, and Supernatural. Join your tour guides, Justin and Josh, on this cryptic journey through life and beyond. What you may not know is you've been on this journey for a long time, and you finally arrived. Join us and our cult by subscribing to this podcast and giving us a generous five-star rating. With doing so, your soul will be set and the afterlife defined. Welcome to It's Cryptic Out There. everybody to another episode of it's cryptic out there podcast i am your host justin alongside my co-host josh what's up <laughs> no catchphrase uh are you are you like done with that at this you know point? i mean at this point i haven't done it like <laughs> 10 episodes that's right it's just hard what else is there you know my ghastly jowls jeepers <laughs> i don't know wow. i don't know i don't wow. know wow well, i mean we'll take it yeah, sure. My, we'll little, take my little jeepers. Yeah. So how you doing this week? Doing good. Glad yeah. to be back. It's always good to be back. Yeah. Talking about the cryptic, spooky, and paranormal. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one today is... Um, we got Mavis with us, too. Yeah, Mavis, by the way. If she gets out of the up, cage. Out of the cage. Once again, yeah. she's laying down. Yeah, good girl. Yeah. If she gets up and starts trying to, you know, come towards us, we'll try and, you know... Hey, you go back. I'd be cut out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's been a week, y'all. Yeah. It's been yeah. a week. It's just been busy. I'm it's tired. been a, yeah, it's been a busy. Week. I haven't even been home today except for except for like ten minutes. Mm. Ran inside, changed, left. Yeah. So right. that's about it. I haven't got a lot of sleep. Yeah, sleep is just I don't think it exists. I think it's a myth. Right? I don't think anyone ever actually sleeps. I think they just stop being awake for a little bit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Some might call that sleeping, but I'd call you a liar. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of not sleeping, I had a nightmare last night. Well, last night it was more of uh, 4 a.m. Yeah. So, this is a little ridiculous. Okay. Of course. So, I had a dream where I was taking a dump. Okay. In some random public place. As you do yeah. when you have to. Yeah. By the way, do you put toilet paper on the seat in public places, or no, do you just sit? I just sit. Okay. Yeah. I, I, mean, I put toilet paper. Yeah, you can just take a shower or something afterwards. Yeah, I guess. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'm sitting on the toilet, and then I hear, like, somebody from behind me. Oh. And for whatever reason, there's an opening. Like, there's the wall, but there's an opening behind me. Yeah. So there's no like you know there's no like official wall. Yes. To like block everything. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I hear somebody like 
crawl up the wall and peek over down at me. Okay. And I look up and I'm like, what the hell? Why are you looking at me? Yeah. Because for whatever reason, it's one of my worst fears to have a stranger peek and look while I'm taking a shit. I mean, that'd be scary. Yeah. Why well, are you watching me poop? Yeah. Well, he's like peeking over like this, mm. trying to look at, you know, my my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and for what, I don't know why, but it's like the toilet went with me, mm. like like I'm on a rolly chair. Like a little scooter thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, to the, I turn to the other corner and he crawls underneath and he's just, you know, he's walking like this and he's very tall too. So oh, he's like man. kind of cartoonishly tall. tall. Yeah. And he's just, you know, coming at me and apparently I'm like screaming and, you know, jerking around in the bed and Julia like is patting me, waking me up. She's like, Justin, Justin, Justin. I'm like, <gasps> and I wake up and I'm like, I literally told her this. I'm like, thank you for waking me up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was in the scariest dream ever. <laughs> One of my worst yeah. fears. You is... know what's crazy is that you're probably laying there doing all this. She's like, oh my God, Justin is having this <laughs> extremely scary story. And you're like, I'm riding on my scooter toilet and Spider-Man is running after me, chasing me. Some weird, creepy, tallish, lanky thing is just trying to get at Crawling. me. With my pants down. Jeez, man. You yeah. Need to... yeah. I don't know how you would fix that. I don't know. Would you watch or? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. But it would be awful if that happened in real life. I'd hate that. Yeah. I would. I would hate that. Yeah, I would too. I would maybe just ask the person watching me, though, first of all, would you stop? Yeah. And then after that, maybe I would. Yeah. Right like, away what would you do? Would you wipe your butt real fast and then maybe attack him? there. Just let him watch. But what if he ca- what if he charge him five bucks an hour? But what if he like came up to you and like was about to like touch you and stuff? All right. Well, if you're about to come up and assault me, yeah, I'm gonna do something <laughs> about it. Shit on my ass or not, you know? Don't come do you, up and do you pull up your pants or do you wipe both? I'm fighting. Yeah, I'm fighting. Pants around my ankles. I'll attack this weird man. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, that's been that's ridiculous. If you watch, watch the last episode. I said something. And then realize how ridiculous it was. <laughs> Y'all, it's been a long day. It's been, it's been. It's just, it's been a lot. <laughs> anyway, um, those type of dreams I have, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I'm sorry. That's cool. If that was too much, I'm sorry. I don't know. But I wanted to tell you that because oh, I, I thought it was wild. I'm trying to think, and I can't have any coming to me right now, but I know I have dreams that are just crazy. I mean, I told you that toy dream. I said that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a lot of my dreams. Your dad? Yeah, just slamming the door in my face. You're lying. It's not even my... That's my dream dad. What a dick. You Your know? dream dad's scary. Yeah, I Your don't like that. Real guy. life dad's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Not like that. He probably... If that was... If I would have ran to their room and done that, he probably would have been like, well, there's no toys taking you. Do we need to take you to a hospital? <sighs> hey, I watched that... Uh, I wanted to say this, to oh. say this specifically for the podcast, that Casey Anthony documentary, mm. right? I watched a little bit of it. There's a whole lot of people who were like, did she do it? Didn't she do it? You want to know what my thing is? Mm. Who the fuck would profit off their dead daughter? Who would make a whole documentary off their dead daughter? You know she's getting paid. You know she's in the limelight. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if she did it or didn't do it, in either of those options, still... why would you make a documentary about your dead daughter? 
you're pretty shitty as it is. I mean, her whole thing is trying to proclaim her innocence and everything that went through it. But just as we cover on this podcast, it's not about you. You you either did the murder or had nothing to do with it. It's about your daughter who yeah. was a victim of a terrible crime. Right. You know, who ceased to exist, you know, that affected so many people that you bitch failed to report for 31 days. <coughs> but I won't get into the exact specifics of the case. And she's out of prison, too. Oh, she got, like, no time, man. She's been out of prison for a while, right? I don't know. I have to watch the documentary. Let me see real quick. I I do remember seeing, like, on Twitter or something that she's, like, in the club partying and drinking and dancing and stuff. That was was a couple years ago, but I I haven't watched the documentary yet. Uh, Plan to, but wouldn't you want to make a documentary on, like, who may have killed your daughter i was gonna say if it wasn't me then i wouldn't be trying to why are are all you you know yeah and like she talks about how she has a social anxiety and she has all of this like all right even if you didn't do it you failed in so many ways i couldn't imagine being a if my cat got out of my house i would do whatever i could to try and find my cat you're telling me your kid's dead you you said she had a social what Social anxiety. Social anxiety. From, like, the whole case and everything. And, you know, everyone thinking that she's a murderer Mm. and she murdered her kid and got away with murdering her child and everything. I was accused of killing my kid when I didn't, Mm -hmm. my whole life goal would be to find who did it. She, so in the documentary, she gets a tattoo in some language that says the good life. While they're searching for her, her, for her daughter. She did it. <laughs> and then she gets it covered up and like, man, I don't know. There's too many. You only get so many excuses of, oh man, it's a traumatic experience. I was acting out and blah, 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 blah. It's like, nah, man, at some point you're just an idiot criminal who thinks that you either got away with it or something. Yeah. Or maybe you are just an idiot or something. I don't know. She did it. Yeah. Yeah, got away with it, man. It's like O.J. Simpson. Right? Yeah. She cut, I mean, he cut her head off, essentially. Who? O.J. Simpson? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Murdered the shit out of Ron Goldman. and Yeah. I can't remember her name. Do you know her name? No, I'd have to look into it. Oh, Nicole Brown Simpson. Duh. Ron Goldman. Yeah. Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah. Duh. Forgot. You know, it's pretty sad when we know more about the killer's names than we do sometimes oh, the victims. Well, I mean, in OJ's case, yeah. he was an, a fantastic football player. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you go look at some of his stats, he had some very impressive stats. Right. But uh, there's a really good ESPN, like, it's ESPN Films, it's not a 30 for 30 on OJ Simpson. And there were some guys, I think linebackers, who had talked about if you tackled OJ, like, the intensity of, like, when he got up after you tackled him, of like they're just a dead stare, nothing mm. in his eyes, like I'll fucking kill you. He probably really yeah, would. Yeah, he probably would have just because <laughs> you, you know, I don't know. Beat him to it. Yeah, and mess with his success. Yeah, essentially. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I have to watch that documentary though. Yeah, all of them are pretty good. I I suppose it's mur- murder porn as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> You want to add to that, or yeah? I mean, somebody made a (laughs) go. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I'm at the point now where if anyone has a problem with the podcast, you don't like what we're doing. If you go out on Facebook and you make a comment talking about how terrible it all it is, 
I don't think it's about the podcast. Mm. I think it's just about you wanting to get some attention off of talking bad about something that people are working on. Yeah. You know, like, this is clearly Justin and I's passion, and we've worked really, really hard to get to this point. Mm -hmm. You know? So, for anyone who wants to take that from us, trying to say that we have bad intentions or we don't care or anything like that, you're just wrong. Yeah. You know? And maybe, honestly, for someone to comment and say that our show is murder porn and we don't do anything... Means you haven't watched a damn episode. Yeah, that was going to say. You that. haven't there's watched no, it. There's no way that he, yeah, he listened yeah. or watched. Yeah, anyway. seriously, you didn't. You just didn't like it, and then blocked me before I even had a chance to comment. <laughs> Apparently, I guess people know that you'll you'll respond back. Yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. You're talking bad about what we do. Like, yeah. of course, right? Of course, I'm going to say something. I wanted to say something, but Julie was like. You probably should yeah. call the hotline. Yeah, you got a problem. There are ways to reach out. To us. Yeah, we I have no problem. Yeah, seriously, I have no problem. It looked like he could have been on the podcast. Uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so whatever. You know, you don't like. I'm in it. as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, whatever. Um, which you know what, like. I will say this since we made all of that and it, I am making a joke of it because it really means nothing to me. What right. means a lot to me are all the people who do reach out to us and tell us how much they love it or look forward to it. Right. Like that, I get, I will get a huge smile on my face yeah. every time I see it because those are the people like, and, and you know, if you're listening, the ones who listen every week, yeah. who reach out, comment on the episodes every time. We know who you are. Like, yeah, we know who you are, and we appreciate you. Absolutely. You know, that is what makes this worth it. A hundred percent, you know? What is what even is murder porn? Man, keep hating. <laughs> keep <laughs> yeah. hating. It only keeps driving me, homie. Right, right. Ugh, like, gosh. I don't understand that term. Murder really. porn? Well, it's just, you know, like people who... Like, it's so weird to call what we're doing murder porn... When their like investigation discovery exists, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> you know? so many documentaries. Yeah. There's that's it, why I said it. it's just hate. Yeah, that's all it is. You this don't is like, literally just like a conversation of right? spooky stuff and yeah. you know talking crazy about murder stuff. cases yeah. and everything. Which I've always assumed that like anyone who's watching could just go and find court records. It's it's free. It's easy. Yeah, you just look it up. You know, it's not like we're doing anything that's crazy. Right. You know. Um, it's it's kind of like human nature to have conversations about society and what's that, going on. And also, I think people want to, like, with with these stories that we're covering, I, did, I don't know a lot about the ins and outs of what's going on. And I also think that, you know, speaking of human nature and everything, that we were curious as to know why someone was killed. Mm -hmm. Because it's such a crazy, unfathomable yeah. thing. You know, it's so inhuman i mm -hmm. would say you know wrong sinful whatever you want to call it to kill somebody so when it happens like we want to know the details yeah you know and like i can't sit here like i couldn't listen to this podcast for eight hours straight you know i couldn't watch crime documentaries for eight hours straight right. if you can sure whatever if that's what you like and that's what you want to do i can't say much <laughs> but that's fine right like that is okay i would never you know but I know for a fact, I'm not one of those type of people. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane to me, man. Like, 
everybody's got to hate on somebody for liking something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really all it is. So, and if you're listening to the, person, it's not even necessary liking. It's more fascinated with the subject. Yeah, that's true. Like you're interested yeah. in it. Yeah, and why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Why wouldn't you be interested in the murders that happen around Giles? Right. You know, like the one the the most uh, the murder up. Uh, my brain stopped working. <laughs> it's okay. One of the most recent ones that we did. Up Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Yeah. yeah, the Wolf Creek murders. Like how many people have driven up Wolf Creek and drove past that murder scene and didn't know. Right. You know, had no clue that that yeah. Had happened. Yeah. You know? Or knew where it was or knew the details of it or anything about that or even know who the two people were. Right. Like to me that's the big thing. That's like, that's what I brought up names in that episode. to, yeah. Giving mm-hmm. names to these people. They're not just the two kids that were mur- mm-hmm. murdered up Wolf Creek, you know. And what's sad is uh we try and find a lot of information about the victims. Mm-hmm. However, there's more information about the murderer. The murderer. And you know, maybe that's just because the murderer has to go through the court case. Yeah. You know, they go in front of a psychologist. Because they're the one their whole life ultimately gets, lives. Yeah. Until, you know, yeah, their whole circumstances. Their whole life gets thrown out there. Yeah. You know, you know every intricate, intimate detail about this person by the time court I mean the guy that just murdered the three West Virginia football players. Yeah. By the time his case is done, like we will know everything about him. Is he a tute? Yeah. They, you knew everything about him. What his family life was, what his parents did, everything right. up to the point of when he killed Jerry Smith. However, that one's kind of different because Jerry Smith was also not a great person. And yeah. he had a lot of history. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's where I'm getting to the, <laughs> the semantics of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day if you know what I'm talking about. A little surprise. Oh, yeah. A little surprise. Yeah, a little, a little baby surprise. Yeah. So if you see a little surprise at some point, maybe yeah. soon. Who knows? Maybe Who cares? soon. We'd love to do a live show. That's just true. We've talked, we, I know we put on the Facebook page right. about the meet and greet. Meet and greet, yeah. I'd love to do like a live show where we could just either talk about like experiences that we've had. Yeah. Um, you know. Maybe. Or get to just know, like our super fans get to know yeah, one each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can do like a hoodie giveaway or something. Something like, like that. Raffle. Yeah. Well, that being said, we're going to talk about murder. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Give, give everyone a reason to hate us. Right? right. But before, the housekeeping. If you like and uh, want to see this show grow, please like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review and comment. Leave suggestions, whatever you like. And uh, it helps the show out through the algorithm. It shows our podcast, you know, to others. Yeah. Yeah, that might be interested in it. So that would be, you know, that would be great if uh, people who haven't liked and subscribed to do so. Cold chill, jeez, oh, it's crazy. scary. I have this flannel jacket on Uh-oh. and everything, and I just sit here and shook. might be Vanessa wanting to get out of the box. Oh gosh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll leave her in there tonight. All right, well, let's get to the um, the crazy story we have today that just happened on Black Friday. Uh, I have the article up. Ex-Virginia state trooper shot dead after kidnapping teen and murdering her family. Oh my gosh. Yes. <clears throat> so, I don't know the full details of it. Josh doesn't know either. So we're just going to read off from... Uh, I mean, it's still New York- very new. Yeah, it's very new. Yeah. New York Post, uh, 
TMZ, stuff like that, and we're just going to have, you know, our own thoughts about it. Yeah. Because it's pretty wild, and we thought that it would be an interesting topic to talk about because he was from Virginia, and now it's nationwide. I mean, he was a cop, too. Yeah, that's true. state trooper. And we have an exclusive uh, detail on the killer from an anonymous source. Nice. Yeah. So here we go. (laughs) Let's do it. A former Virginia State Trooper allegedly kidnapped a California teen, teenager, girl, he had been catfishing online. After murdering her family, according to her police, authorities say Austin Lee Edwards, who was 28, our age, drove more than 2,500 miles across the country of Riverside, or to Riverside to meet the teen uh, Friday, which is uh, day after Thanksgiving Black Friday. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Edwards then allegedly killed the girl's grandparents and mom, set fire to their home, and took off with the victim. Deputies from the San... I don't know how to pronounce that. Bernardino... San Bernardino. San Bernardino, that's right. County Sheriff's Department tracked down Edwards and fatally shot him later that day during a shootout. Oof. So, he is dead. Suicide by cop. Yeah. According to law enforcement, the juvenile victim who was found with Edwards was unharmed and taken into protective custody by the Riverside County Department of Public Social Services. Crazy how they always say unharmed in these articles, but... Right. The amount of mental severe trauma? mental trauma. Yes. Yeah, just... That poor girl's life is now not only forever changed, but ruined. Ruined, for know, sure. For ruined. Yeah. Edwards from North Chesterfield, Virginia, met the girl online and obtained her personal information by passing himself off as someone else in a practice commonly known as, quote, catfishing, the Riverside Police Department said in a press release. You ever watch that show? What? Catfish? Catfish? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I used to watch a lot. My mom loves that show. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty crazy, but honestly, like, it makes sense. It, to me, catfishing is just like another form of identity theft, right? I would think so. Yeah. I would like, think so. Uh, there is a really good... Oh, man. Is it called Untold on Netflix? They do uh, sports documentaries where they just talk about things, but they do one where it's kind of like catfishing for Manti Teo. Do you know who Manti Teo is? Uh, I've heard of the name. He was, I uh, believe, a linebacker from Notre Dame, and... He got catfished by this girl, you know, that he was in love with, thought he was going to marry and everything. And the person who's actually in the documentary who catfished uh, talks about it and just what they were going through and what was in their mind and all that. And it just seemed like it got deeper and deeper and deeper mm-hmm. for him, you know, to build this lie until one day it came to a head and the catfisher was just like, use their real voice, which they had done. Yeah in previous times to be like hey she's dead wow yeah and so he ended up playing like his entire season senior season for Mm -hmm. notre dame for her and his grandmother who died on the same like (laughs) his grandma died and then he was like i guess this is the best time to say that i'm dead the catfish is dead so they both supposedly died on the same night and he dedicated like his whole season to him 
It was rough, dude. That's poor guy ended up like people were calling him a liar and like all this stuff to get sympathy and all these things. Man, it was awful. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Terrible, dude. Terrible. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is unclear how long the two were communicating as of right now. Of course. So new that. Yeah. We're... And he's dead, so. Yeah. She'll only be able to tell. Yeah. Her. Well, they'll have to go through her stuff, his yeah. stuff, you know. The shocking incident began unfolding just after 11 a.m. Friday when police in Riverside got a call for a welfare check concerning a young woman who, quote, appeared distressed when getting into a red Kia Soul in the uh, 11,200 11, block of Price Court. While officers were responding, dispatchers were then alerted to smoke to smoke and possible fire a few houses away from where police were called for the welfare check. The Riverside Fire Department discovered three adults lying in the front entryway and took them outside where first responders, quote, determined they were victims of an apparent homicide, police said. Investigators later determined that the young woman described in the initial welfare call had lived at the house where the three people were found dead, police said. The bodies found in the scorched Riverside home were identified as the abducted teen's grandparents and mother. Mark, okay, help me out with pronouncing, I don't want to get this wrong. W-I-N-E-K, Wanick? Yeah, Winnick or Wanick. Winnick or Wanick. Winnick. Winnick. Mark Winnick, who was 69, his wife, Sherry Winnick, S-H-A-R-I-E, Sherry? That's it, yeah. Sherry Winnick, who was 65, and their 38-year-old daughter, Brooke Winnick. Police have not revealed their causes of death as of Monday, but they believe Edwards traveled across the country, parked his car in the neighbor's driveway, walked to the teen's home, and killed her family before leaving with the girl. They say leaving, not kidnapping. Right. Not hostage. Right. Took her hostage or anything. Like, what do you think? It's not like she left willingly. That, or maybe this article didn't know that. I mean, there's Stockholm syndrome. You know, right. there was a girl who was kidnapped. I mean, this isn't like the '80s. You know, by like a guerrilla revolutionary. I think she was a pretty like the daughter of a pretty high head of state for some country, and. um she ended up joining this guerrilla revolution group, mm-hmm. but when she got kidnapped, she just kind of got brainwashed mm-hmm. into believing what they believed in. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not saying that she, you know, went along with this, yeah. but maybe they just worded that because. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, they also don't say how they died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's an ongoing investigation. <laughs> Trial yeah. hadn't even started. Right. Nothing. You know. Yeah. Okay. The cause of the fire was under investigation, but it appeared to have been, quote, initially ignited. Police said it is unclear if the grandparents and mother were killed before the fire was allegedly set. Riverside authorities distributed a description of Edwards' car to law enforcement agencies, and several hours later, police located the car with Edwards and the teenager in Kelso in San Bernardino County. Edwards fired gunshots and was killed by deputies who returned fire. Edwards was hired by the Virginia State Police and entered the police academy on July 6, 2021. 
He graduated as a trooper on January 21st, 2022. Jeez. And was assigned to Henrico, 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 Henrico yeah. County within the agency's Richmond Division until his regis- re- resignation on October 28th. Edwards work, also worked for the Washington County Sheriff's Department in Virginia authorities in California, said. Riverside Police Chief Larry Gonzalez called the case, quote, yet another horrific reminder of the predators existing online who prey on our children. I mean, not just existing online, but existing in your police department. Right. Like, that's another thing. Right. Like, that dude existed for however long that he was talking to this girl, like, upholding the law while simultaneously being a pedophile predator. Investigations with that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how did he even get that far? Like, I mean, I guess you can lie through it or whatever. Lie through a psych evaluation or however it takes to get to that point, but yeah. damn man, that's looks rough. bad on Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During the vital held vigil held Saturday, friends and neighbors described the Winnicks as a caring and loving family who were deeply involved in their community. "Quote: You can't ask for a better friend than Mark." Quote Ron Smith, Mark Winnick's friend of thirty years, told the Mercury News. Quote, there's going to be a hole in my heart that's going to be hard to fill. Okay, so that is the, essentially, the story that everybody knows as of right now. Well, then there's some other stuff. Uh, this article was, um, it goes more in detail with him as a uh, police officer. Uh, until last month, Edwards was a Virginia State Police Trooper assigned to patrol uh, Henri- Henrico. Henrico County, Virginia, and was recently hired as Sheriff's Deputy in that state, spokesperson said. Edwards, a resident of North Chesterfield, Virginia, met the girl online and obtained her personal information by deceiving her with a false identity known as catfishing. The body's found. Okay, we know that. Teenager was unharmed. Um... Authorities believe Edwards parked his vehicle in the neighbor's driveway, walked to their home and the family and killed the members, leaving with the girl. Dispatchers were alerted to smoke. Okay. Pretty much the same wording. Um, I mean... Okay, here we go. Edwards was hired by the Virginia State Police and entered the police academy on July... Yep, that's the same... uh, Maybe this is the same article. Well, I think if anything, it's they're kind of only getting the same information, you know, yeah. from whatever the police is. I found it now. Um, Edwards was hired as a deputy in Washington County, Virginia, on November 16th, and had begun orientation to be assigned to the patrol division. The sheriff's office said in a statement during the hiring process, "quote No employers disclosed any troubles um, or internal investigations pertaining to Edwards." Well, it is shocking and is sad to the entire law enforcement community that such an evil and wicked person could infiltrate law enforcement while concealing his true identity as a computer predator and murderer. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Winnick family, their friends, officers, and all of those affected by this heinous crime. I just don't understand how you can act shocked and surprised like... I just don't understand how somebody did this when it's like, well, 
we could go and find a whole lot of them just this year that right. it happened. Right. You know? Like, it is not uncommon. <laughs> no. You know? Which, like, that is just the state of the way things are, I suppose. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty of... It's kind of like when we were talking about with the WDBJ7 murders. Yeah. Was it not negligent of WDBJ7 to not fully vet Vester Flanagan before they hired him? Right. At that point, how can you not be accountable if he'd had this entire record of showing that he was aggressive and rude and like spontaneous and everything towards his coworkers. So it seems like there needs to be more of a uh, background check. <laughs> I mean, yeah, more of a background check, you know. I mean, this goes into a bunch yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. deeper deeper like political issue. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but I mean, it's just like that 31-year-old assistant manager at Walmart who shot up, you know. There are going to be people in no matter in any situation. Yeah. Who will I mean, look at doctors who kill patients on the DL. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, that shit is wild, you it know? Is. So, I just hate how in modern times everyone gets shocked by an intense, terrible crime when there are... Everywhere. Three school shootings a month. Yeah. You know? Like, come on. We can't... We don't become so... Either... You can't be desensitized to it, and you can't constantly be surprised by yeah. it. Or nothing will change. Right. You know? Well, Gonzalez said, which is, you know, great comment, if you already had a conversation with your kids on how to be safe online and on social media, have it again. Mm-hmm. If not, start it now to better protect them. For sure. And in modern times, man, like, that is, like, they always talk about iPad kids and, and stuff. Like, yeah. Damn, man. I don't know if I'd ever, I would want to maybe just move out into the woods <laughs> and raise a kid. <laughs> to hunt and fish and be like, all right, if worst comes to worst, you can always do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have to get on Xbox or nothing. <laughs> a little Josh just roaming around in the woods. Eating raw fish with its hands. There you go. Hands. I Jeez. said it because maybe it becomes like half bear or something. Yeah, probably. Just goes out Squash. There. It becomes that tall, lanky thing that was in your nightmare. God. Crawls please around. Now. Bring that up again. <laughs> all right, so here is um, a very creepy cryptic detail on edwards killer blacked out windows of new home purchased days before killings and abduction Hmm. so he bought a new home days before he killed them yeah um probably blacked out the windows so he could do whatever he needed to do well here's the thing sounds about some paranoia yeah we're learning more about the sickening triple murder of the 15-year-old girl's family and the possible fate she faced if her abductor would have gotten her back to his home across the country. Isn't that so scary? 2,500 miles he would have had to travel with her. God. And nothing go wrong. God. Mm. Real estate records reveal Austin Lee Edwards paid 80000 for his two-bedroom, one-bathroom house in Saltville, Virginia on November 14th just 11 days before killing three people on Riverside, California. Man, Saltville's not far from us. No? Mm-hmm. How far do you think? A little on past Tazewell. How far is Tazewell? Mm, about 45 minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Maybe, well, from here, I'd say 45 minutes to an hour. Gotcha. We spoke with neighbors. This is TMZ. We spoke with neighbors who tell us Edwards almost immediately blacked out the windows of the home, the car with car tent we've obtained photos showing 
it was next to impossible to see inside the home. And we'll, you know, present photos like right now. <laughs> yeah. One of the neighbors tells us that they had a brief conversation with Edwards who said he chose to move there to get out of Richmond, Virginia. They also say Edwards wore a trench coat when he went to the water department to turn on his utilities, which they thought was odd. And here's a photo as well with him in a trench coat, which is kind of weird that people were taking photos of him. What's wrong with the trench coat? Well, did you did I show you this photo? It's right there. Oh, he's just wearing a trench coat? Yeah, I mean... When was that taken? Now, if he's wearing a trench coat in August, yeah. Yeah. But if he's wearing a trench coat yeah. in the fall... Right. You know. Well, I mean, I guess if he bought the turn on his utilities, it would have been in November, so... I mean, trench coats are just immediately associated with gunslingers, you know, like all Western cowboys or... Right. You know, like Columbine, we were talking about a little bit before right. well, we started. Well... <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't think a trench coat would be that popular in Virginia. More in like the northern. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? How many they, of they you just guys that own it, a trench coat? Yeah, I mean, I have a penny coat. I don't even know where you'd go buy a trench coat. Belt, maybe. I've never seen one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the suit aisle. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, they thought it was weird. They have photos of it. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Which again, like kind of weird to take photos yeah of somebody who's at the water department wearing a trench coat that's what i thought you know as for his possessions we're told edwards didn't appear to have much barely any furniture we know cops have been active on the property over the last few days removing evident bags as they searched his home Cops say Edwards killed the 15-year-old girl's mother and grandparents before setting their house on fire and then abducted the young girl. He was later caught in the police chase. and uh, he was uh, After one of the grandparents' neighbors called 911, okay, which ended in a shootout, leaving him dead. <clears throat> and then the last part of this article, you have to wonder what sick fate this 15-year-old could have faced if Edwards was successful in getting her from California to Virginia especially given the fact he wanted to hide whatever was going to happen inside his new home. I wonder what's inside that house. Yeah. Or the police that, you know, took yeah. out. Yeah. I'm what? sure it's going to come out, and yeah. it might be really fucked. Well, it's like uh, John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. You know, they eventually went to his house, turned on the thermostat, you know, or turned it on and could just smell the rotting flesh. Right. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. They went up in his house. I don't know. The fridge. I don't know if you uh, checked out one of the earlier episodes. I did the Toy Box Killer. I think so. Well, he would kidnap prostitutes and he had his own, like, uh, trailer. Mm -hmm. And he had a gynecologist table or gynecology table, Mm -hmm. you know, where odd doctors inspect females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it all set up, you know straps everything and then like torture devices fucked mm-hmm. who knows what he has in there oh, but yeah. i'm sure it will you know but it's just crazy of him though <clears throat> like i wonder what it was about this one girl because yeah. easily he could have kidnapped any in girl. california yeah like yeah. you drove that just goes to show how maybe sick he was yeah he yeah. didn't care where she the was fixation. he was gonna go get her yeah the fixation the guy's he looks really creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very creepy. Yeah. Look at that hair. 
Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> but, I ain't got no hair. It's cool. Well, at least you'll do something about it. You know? Yeah, shave it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that that's a it's a developing, ongoing, you know, case. Case, yeah. But I didn't really think we were gonna do this episode until we got this message from oh, this yeah. anonymous source. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe we should share it because check it out. Yeah, because it kind of. Um, kind of hits home all right so i asked this anonymous source if they wanted to come on the podcast over the phone or just leave a voicemail and they decided to just write out what they remember of edwards yeah yeah this source uh went to school with austin edwards and this is what he put here's what i remember he was a little odd, seemed like the quiet, shy type unless you got to know him. Then he seemed pretty normal, would laugh and carry on just like anyone else. He always seemed well-mannered and nice. I know he was definitely picked on and bullied a lot, but he did always have this odd demeanor about him. I didn't know him really well, so there's not much for me to tell. And then he goes on to mention about the blacked out windows and was wondering what he might be up to with the girl yeah well you know i'm sitting here thinking like how could he get away with that how could you explain off that you have tinted windows i'm a cop i work shift okay (laughs) Uh, i work shift work you know if i black out my windows the sun won't come in yeah. I'll be able to sleep better. Still, but get curtains. Blackout curtains, yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. black curtains. But the thing is, is that that reasoning, if you someone just offhand throw that to you. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then he's next got few a few days. He's got a good tent guy. Hmm. <laughs> he knows a guy who can tent right. home windows. Right, <laughs> you right. Know? Like, whatever. You right. just kind of... But that's because, like, we, for some reason, knowing how violent and terrible people can be... We still, and this is like the beautiful aspect of being a human being. Mm-hmm. We still want to believe and trust and generally be good. We want to think that people are good as well. You know, yeah. that's why if someone were to throw something offhand to you, you'd just be like, oh, whatever. Right. You know, that don't, doesn't seem out of the ordinary. They gave me a pretty reasonable explanation for it. I mean, well, just from that source, it sounded like he was just like a normal kind of. Yeah nerdish type kid in a way mm-hmm. you know that had been bullied but would seem pretty normal and nice when you got to know him yeah that's just even more scary yeah when well you don't there's really like expect. the stereotype about cops where yeah. you know the bullied kids become cops <clears throat> so that they can do the bullying you know the stereotype and everything and that could be the factor here i mean this guy became a state trooper you now know everything about murder you know everything about or not everything about murder but you know everything about the law the ins and outs the pop the pomp and circumstances of it of a court trial the Mm -hmm. everything you know you know everything at that point they basically he basically got trained up to go and do this you know what if this was his no this is just a theory what if this is like his plan all along yeah. He's had this sick uh, disease of being a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Becomes a cop to have that power. Yeah. Buys a house. Is planning to set up shop 
on doing whatever. Yeah. Maybe that was his plan all along. It could have been. You know, it could have been just to be able to increase his chances of being able to see, succeed at whatever. Yeah. Because it probably could have been like, oh, I'll kidnap this girl, kill her, do whatever I'm going to do to her. And then that'll be it. That'll be the only time I do it. That'll be it. And then he does it, somehow gets rid of the body, does whatever. I mean, if you're going to black out your windows, it seems like you're going to have like a career doing this. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, what was the guy who killed his, like, two kids and his pregnant wife? Chris something. Watts? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they caught him carrying the bodies out in trash bags, like, through the camera. On camera? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, something like that. Maybe they wasn't carrying out the bodies, but, like, they got his truck and everything on camera the night that the murder was right, supposed right. to happen or something like that. You know? You think you're so slick. It's just that one mess up, mm-hmm. you know. You you, I be, mean, did you ever watch "Don't Fuck with Cats"? No, you got to. I can't, dude. It, okay, the title sounds, you know, pretty intense. It's not what you think. Yeah. Plus, they blur out some stuff, so you'll be okay. Do I have to sit here? Any cats? Um, I don't think so. No. Nothing. No. All right. However, it is probably the craziest true crime documentary I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Luca Minata. Luca Minata. Okay. I'll watch it. You have to watch it. Yeah, I'll fast forward through any of the cat stuff. I'm telling you, dude, it is insane. Yeah. And it sounds, you know, that type of person was like this guy. Yeah, dude. That's, you know, what they say about serial killers. It starts with animals, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. In that documentary, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but not only is this guy a murderer, but he's also... Potential pedophile. pedophile. Yeah. So he's oh, the worst of the well, worst. Well, you don't know, like, the catfishing aspect of it. How long was he talking to this girl? Yeah. How long did he cultivate this relationship? And, you know, how did he did he exchange pictures with her and stuff like that? Right, right. Which, like, man, you were just a sick human being to take advantage of a child like he that. He looks like a little twerp that yeah. needs to be bullied. <laughs> well, I mean, you know like it that like you can't do that yeah because then what does that turn him into if he gets bullied does is that what turned him into you know being able to turn someone uh, into a demented I have a thing with that I mean I've been bullied a lot I I know a lot of people that have been bullied a lot, and they're not killers. There's a big difference, though, of people who are bullied in a sense of, ha-ha, you're fat, or whatever, versus people who are beat up or pushed in a locker. I mean, you're pushing people to a a psychological breaking point. Right. It doesn't matter if, like, the thought process... But the bullying might not be the reason why he is like that. No, 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 I'm not saying that it is. I'm more so just stating the fact of, like, what we can deem as, well, I know plenty of people who have been bullied and haven't gone I was, out and done anything. I was more of like, this face right here, I want to smack him because he looks oh, shit. Well, I mean, is it because of that or is it because you know of all the stuff that he's done to this point? Probably you know? that, yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. You know, it's not about what the person looks like. It's about the acts that they do to go there. And people who bully people based off of looks or whatever, right. you know, fuck you. Right. Because they do cause a lot of problems. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean that, it, like, someone gets bullied once and nothing happens or whatever or in, or in any situation but it is a ball 
Yeah. It is a rolling ball that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on. It's People don't understand the small impacts that you can make off of an offhand comment. A comment? Yeah. yeah. Just something offhand that you might not even mean. They'll that remember that? Forever, and life. stew on it. Yes. And stew on it and stew on it. Yeah. I mean, that's why some of these people commit shootings and stuff. Yeah. It's one comment that's made that someone sits there and thinks about every day until right. they go out and commit it. Like, anything that we think of, well, it's not a normal decision. No, it's not. Right. It's not a normal decision. It's an emotional, psychological decision that's being made there. It is not so simple. Right. Like, that is, the more that we learn about this or the more that we talk or anything, like, none of this is normal. There was a certain uh, instance I had uh, a couple months ago. I won't say who it was or anything like that, but uh, this person called this girl a fat bitch. Oh, wow. In front of her face, in front of a bunch of people. Oh, man. Yeah. And I was like, she's going to remember that for the rest of her life. Yeah. Because of your, you know. Because you're an asshole. Asshole. Yeah. 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 Man. That's so sad. That is so sad, man. Everyone, ever, but probably because that guy has some insecurities. I, th- I think you just like misunderstood. I might have said it wrong. Oh, it wasn't more so about what you said. Yeah, it's okay. just about that in general, you right. know. Like, it, I was just thinking, if you can't understand why a murderer did it, yeah, good, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. If you could understand why a murderer went out and murdered somebody, right, you might have a problem, right, right. You know, and that's more so what I mean. Yeah, is, is that it's not that easy. Yeah. To sit here and say like, "Well, I never would have done that." Well, clearly you you wouldn't because right. you didn't kill anybody, right? You know, like these things are just, and everyone is situational. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy, whatever he did, what he did, or whatever feelings, or what I know now, that's why I said I was like, I want to exactly smack that yeah. face because oh yeah, I feel the same way, yeah. you know. And even when I hear about stuff that happens in the county, like that makes me want to go out there and stomp some ass. Ah! Yeah, for real. It's awful, dude. It is so terrible because we are not here for a long time. No. You know, and if you spend your time deciding to make someone's life worse. Or ending it? Yeah, or ending it. I mean, that's the thing, man. Life is so valuable, you only get one shot. Imagine imagine dying as a teenager, killing yourself as a teenager when you have so much life ahead of you. All because there's some kids there who get some sort of sick pleasure out of, you know. Or even people now who go on social media and just troll comments or whatever. The bitches. <laughs> yeah, for real, yeah. you know. And that's why, like, when we were talking earlier about someone who wants to comment and say anything, you're not going, you don't get a free pass to say whatever you want to me without any repercussion. <laughs> that's Josh Farrell. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> you don't get a free pass to say what we're doing is sick and disgusting and just not expect me not to say anything. Right, right. You know, because it's so far from the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you block me and I don't get a chance, <laughs> you know, then, yeah, but... If they really did that, that's so funny. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's gonna come for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say this and Better block he won't it. be able to see it. <laughs> just Justin, I won't say anything. <laughs> it's, but seriously, like, I just, you know, might as well yeah. stand up for, you know, anybody else and yourself and those you know there are people who don't who don't feel like they can stand up for themselves and that's why as human beings we have to do our part right you know you gotta help stand up for everybody damn you're on one but let me tell you (laughs) 
if so, if I'm driving down the road and somebody's road raging at me and they're saying I'm doing something wrong, you damn right I did something wrong. I ain't trying to fucking get shot on the side of 460 because some psycho who is going 20 miles over driving all over the road wants to get mad at me because yeah. they can't handle themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> Let me just leave here alive because that's modern time, baby. That's true. You're lucky to go to the store and leave with your life. Mm. You know, you go to the store. That needs to be tattooed or something. Shit, bro. Like, life is priceless, but literally every store, hospital, wherever you go. Yeah, like, you are, you have the possibility of losing the only priceless thing that we have. You know? It's cryptic out there. It's cryptic, man. It's cryptic. Yeah. It's cryptic. And the world won't change unless we all pitch in and try and change it. There you go. You know? I'm a little pissed off. It's awful, man. This guy's awful. face on my screen still, I'm going to exit. Change it, man. <laughs> <sighs> Gosh. That bastard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very interested, though, to see yeah, more what, of it what develops, and to yeah. see how it goes. I'm sure they're going to trace his roots all the way back to the Virginia State Police and pull records from there and yeah. see what his psych evaluations were. Because it very easily could have been that you know, over uh, from a year ago, you think of PTSD and shit. You know, mm-hmm. What has he experienced in a short amount of time or whatever? That, that would has. be kind of extreme. That, yeah. that would be extreme if that was the case, but who knows? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. situation, it, who knows yeah. what the thing is? I mean, some people can take some mental stress. Yeah. I mean, listening to Andy talk about the way mm-hmm. that he talks about it, like, he could handle things that others couldn't. Right. Just because of what he's experienced, yeah. you know. It doesn't make Andy any more of a person or any less of a person because of that, you know, and it doesn't make the people who can't handle mm-hmm. it any more or any less because of that. We're all different. That's right. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe we will update, do an update maybe. Probably. Uh, maybe not a full episode of it unless it gets crazy. Yeah, and then we'll dive really into yeah. it. Yeah, uh, but I would like to see what uh, what transpires and we will... Do our best to give our take on it on the show if you guys want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry for my little rant there. No, I mean, that's good. My bad. People need that. That happens. People need it. I have a platform. Yeah. So. You need to use it. I decided I was going to (laughs) say. Strong beliefs, you know. Well, that's all we have. Uh, That's, that was just a, a crazy story that we thought we would share also, for the uh, the reach out to the source. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you we for that. Appreciate it. Always appreciate anybody who reaches out. And Absolutely, and gives us a little information that makes help. It helps tie all the pieces together. Right. And yeah. if this episode gets around to uh, where he's from, people who might have known him, yeah. and if you would like to reach out and give your take on how he was or your interactions with him, that would be awesome. I know we were harsh. Yeah. But honestly, like, we don't know this guy personally. We don't know any stories yeah, of him or yeah. anything. I mean, it's just based off this. And it's so easy to get angry. Well, either you way, know, it's just like, piece of shit. just get so mad. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And it's like, so please, like, tell us your interactions with yeah. him and what you know. Like, We have a cryptic hotline, 540-358-1583. You can call. Leave a voicemail. Three minutes. It'll end. Call again. Do another one. Do another one. Do as many as you want. Yeah, or you could just text. Do a long text or whatever. Yeah. Uh but if you'd like to talk over the phone, just let us know via text we'll or call. Yeah, we'll, we'll set, set something, something up. up. 
or if you want to be interviewed in person. Yeah, that'd be. We need to get more guests in this studio. Yeah, no. For for real. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all we got, Josh. Um, glad you're on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you're back. Say, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll come back next week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, if everybody likes the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Five stars. Five stars on helps Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it helps us out a lot. On uh, Spotify, it helps out. Like Josh said, uh, helps us grow. And we are growing, which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, who supports the show. It's it's Christmas out there. It's Christmas out there. Yeah. And we are going to do a live stream on Facebook. It's Cryptic Christmas live stream. Yes. December 16th, which yeah. is on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Don't know what time. Um, last time. Pending. Yes, that's pending. Because last time we were a little uh, delayed, but we will... Uh, We'll we won't make that mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one. Yeah. You know, you never know what to expect. But it turned out it amazing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a lot amazing. of fun. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, watching. And lastly, watch your back. It's cryptic out there. Oh.